Thanks, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. On this episode of Ask BBB, we'll be looking at free trial offers of beauty aids and weight loss presented by celebrities. But a BBB study reveals the offers are neither free nor are the celebrities actually involved. And, as always, accredited businesses give consumers trusted information that helps in choosing products and services. We'll be hearing some of the things we should know when hiring a paving contractor. And we'll talk to a roofing contractor who'll cover information that will help you as you consider whether you need to replace or repair your roof this year. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Having a roof over your head is something many of us are thankful for. However, we don't often give much thought to the actual roof unless we have a leak. This morning, we welcome Steve Boyle, Regional Sales Manager with AM Roofing Solutions, Inc., a division of AM Group of Companies, to Ask BBB. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Steve, how often are we likely to need to replace our roof? So tough question. There's there's really two different uh, roof styles that you're going to find. Uh, if you have an organic roof, which is a roof that's probably within the last 15 years, you can expect that roof to not survive past 15 years. However, if you're in a architectural fiberglass, you can probably push that to double closer to 30 years. What are some of the signs then that uh, the roof might need replacing? Uh, one of the biggest ones you can see from the ground will be that the shingles will start curling towards the sky. That signifies that there's a lot of heat trapped underneath the shingle and that the fact that it's it's actually baking right off of the roof and it's trying to escape that heat. Other subtle things you'll find, um, what they call the, the granules, which is the shingle rock that's on top of the shingle, will start to come off and it'll end up in the eaves trough. And then through a good rain, it will come down the downspouts and you'll start to see these granules in your driveway or on the sidewalks on the side of your home. So you've mentioned time and type of roofing and you've mentioned some of the signs. So should you re- should you replace the roof based on the age or do you wait for the signs to, of deterioration before you call? You should always start off with a uh, an inspection by a qualified, certified roofer, energy inspector. Um, they're going to jump up inside the attic, look at the condition of the wood. They're going to determine if there's a ventilation issue that's cutting the, the roof's life in half. Um, but it all starts with a good inspection from a set of qualified eyes, and they should be able to come and determine to you that, guys, this is urgent. It's not going to survive another rainstorm, or you've got another season or two. Here's my card. Call me when you need me. So finding that person who's qualified to, to do that, um, uh, obviously we look for a roofer with those kind of qualifications. 100%. Then. Like if you're out and you can go on type and roofer. So I, I always try, try, try to tell everybody there's a difference between a roofer and a shingler. You can go online, you can Google roofs, and you'll come across some guys that have a hammer, a pouch of nails, and a tool belt, and they call themselves roofers. Unfortunately, um, you're going to get a shingler out of that. A roofer understands that the system starts with inside the attic space. So I encourage people to look at things like the Better Business Bureau, look at Homestars, go through and talk to references, people that have done business with these folks. But do your due diligence because there is... I'll give you a quick example. There was well over 10.7 million complaints made to the Better Business Bureau in 2018 in North America complaining about a bad contractor, of which 3.4 million of those complaints were made about roofers in general. So that's my industry. That's scary. This is the reason why people want to go out and get 10 quotes because there's no trust in the industry. So are there standards in the industry? Unfortunately, unlike out west or with other trades, they have what they call a red seal, uh, which would be the standard for an electrician or a carpenter. Uh, But unfortunately, in the roofing world, there is no such standard, surprisingly. 
So as a group like ourselves, AM Group of Companies, um, we have a very specific rule where you can come in to get a job with me. You can be 17 years experience, but I'm still going to run you through our training because there's a very specific way that we want our roofs installed, and you have to follow that to be able to get a valid warranty. And uh, are there specific people within your company and companies like yours who are qualified to do the inspections you talked about. Absolutely. And again, through rigorous training, but uh, you don't just hire somebody off the street to do that. So myself, as an example, I was put through school for a full year uh, at one point to become a certified energy inspector. And what that really gave me the ability to do was to diagnose the envelope of a home and determine if there is an issue inside of an attic or on a roof or ventilation, so on and so forth. So, um, But 12 months worth of education gave me that ability. So what are some of the things that are part of the roofing process that we of homeowners should be aware of, like underlay, vents? And yeah, for sure. So in, in, in the building world, there's, there's the word, you know, they call it code, minimum code. And so we're involved with big agencies where we're trying to raise the bar on minimum code because, as an example, minimum code says right now that I'm allowed to put a shingle directly to roof deck, which means directly to wood. Well, in, in my opinion, it's the biggest no-no in the roofing world. However, bare minimum code says that a home builder can get away with that. So if you have a builder who is very focused on making as much profit as possible, he will opt out of an underlayment. The next thing to think about is that if your underlayment material is supposed to protect you against water, it cannot be an organic product like tar paper. It needs to be a synthetic material like a tarp of some kind. So there is higher-end materials that are available on rooftops, but when you have someone that's really just price-focused – they're okay with doing shingle to wood or shingle to paper product underneath. And unfortunately, there's no shingle in the world that's waterproof. And everyone has this misconception that shingles are what protects you from water. They're just decorative. What's underneath the shingle is what protects you from water. So we, of course, recommend that homeowners consult with the Better Business Bureau directory when searching for a contractor. What are some of the questions we should ask? Uh, first of all, you need to make sure that every person is has their WSIB um, Workplace Safety Insurance Board is a clearance certificate that says it's okay and legal for me to work on your property. So if I get hurt, you should be asking for liability insurance. You should be asking for working at heights and fall arrest training cards. Um, the Ministry of Labor puts a heavy responsibility onto a homeowner that when you hire somebody to work on your property, if you're not hiring a general contractor, you automatically assume that role, which puts you into a large liability arena when it comes to fines or not being tied off or working uninsured. Well, you've given us a, a lot of information in a very short time, but I guess the big recommendation is, A, check the BBB directory. 100%. And then look for some of the other standards that you've uh, spoken of before you uh, contract a roofer. Steve, thanks very much for being with us this morning. My pleasure. Steve Boyle has been our guest this morning as you listen to Ask BBB. And Steve is the regional sales manager with AM Roofing Solutions, Inc., a division of the AM Group of Companies, an accredited business, with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And you'll find them in the BBB directory when you search for roofing. And from there, you can link to their website. And we'll return in a moment to Pave Your Driveway. Welcome back to Ask BBB, a weekly program produced by the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. It's called Curb Appeal. Besides landscaping and the exterior finish of your home, the driveway is a huge factor in how strong that appeal will be. Whether it's to impress potential buyers or just for personal pride of ownership, when you replace or repair that drive, you want to be sure the job is done right. So this morning we welcome Brian Davies, co-owner of B&A Davies Paving and Construction, Inc., to give us concrete information about driveways. Welcome to Ask BBB, Brian. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Brian. What are some of the major reasons people consider redoing their driveways? 
Well, the two main reasons are uh, cosmetic and uh, problematic. Uh, for cosmetic, it would be the value of their home or the appearance. And problematic would be the situations where ice, uh, cracking, uh, water's getting into your foundation, uh, your kids are playing on the driveway, it's, it needs to be resurfaced. Uh, what are some of the uh, ranges of choices we have? Now, you said cosmetic, so if we wanted to be cosmetic, what are the, the changes or the things that we might consider there? The dev- uh, new asphalt, new concrete. Uh, there's uh, paving stones, and that's about your three hard surfaces. And when it comes to concrete, uh, we have a choice there of just uh, plain or patterned? Yeah, there's uh, the brush, brush finish, broom finish, and uh, there's stamped concrete, colored concrete. Uh, there's a pea stone finish concrete. There, You can get quite invasive with uh, different finishes on the uh, concrete surfaces. So then what, how does that affect uh, the, the matter of price, Brian? Uh, it definitely increases in price. Uh, the more intricate the cement work uh, with the stamping or the uh, pea stone finish or the coloring for that matter, the price does increase. Uh, broom finish is probably your most cost effective. So your company does both asphalt and concrete solutions. What are the pros and cons of those two choices? I guess with the asphalt, the uh, pros would be it's inexpensive or fairly inexpensive in uh, comparison to concrete. It's a quick process uh, to do a driveway should usually take about a day and a half to two days total um, to finish. It attracts the heat in the winter, so it'll melt your snow and ice off a little quicker. And it's a uh, low maintenance. Once you get it paved, it's it's sort of maintains itself. Um, the cons is the uh, lifespan of it and the appearance after a while, it starts to crumble and fade out and stuff like that. Um, for the concrete, the the pro is the lifespan. Um, it lasts longer. When it does start to break away though, it's it's unrepairable. You almost have to replace it. So that would definitely be a con and the cost. It's It's almost double, so... Is the cost per square foot or square yard, or is that um, uh, how we would determine what it was going to cost? Yeah, it's it's priced both ways depending on the company that you uh, get to price it. Um, there's there's a wide range of prices too, like we were talking about with the different finishes, and uh, but yeah, that's definitely how we price it: is the square foot or the square meter. So, if we're thinking about having the drive done, what sort of timeline should we be prepared for? Uh, the timeline it obviously depends on the company that you're you're getting to quote your job, but uh, with their workload and stuff like that. But uh, with start to finish for a driveway, you need to send in locates as a contractor, so we know that we're digging properly. Um, that usually takes seven to ten business days, and then uh, within scheduling, I would say another week. So I guess a uh, short answer to your to my long uh, question is three to four weeks. So you need about a month to uh, get it done. So we want to get at it if we want it done before the end of uh, summer. Then. Yes, exactly. If we get more than one estimate on the work, what are some of the things we should compare besides the bottom line? Other things that uh, we should be comparing besides the bottom line would be uh, confidence in your uh, contractor. You know, have a conversation with them and uh, ask them some questions, uh, some hard questions. Uh, Nowadays with uh, all the information on the internet, uh, the average homeowner is pretty knowledgeable about all the uh, stuff that goes into the asphalt and concrete work. Um, Ask them about their warranty on their work. Maybe 
asking them their experience and, uh, you know, just look to see that they're professional and they're there to do a proper job. B&D Davies offers quite a range of uh, products and services, Brian, that we see when we go onto your website from patios and tennis courts to snow removal and, and watering services. How, how did the company grow to providing such a, a wide range of, of services? Um, we grew this way because of our experience and the necessity to uh, provide a one-stop shop for our customers. Um, it's really hard when you're trying to coordinate a project and you have different contractors doing similar jobs. And uh, it, it, we just ran into the problem where if we could provide uh, multiple services to the customer – it really created an excellent service and an excellent experience for the customer. So uh, we've sort of created um, outdoor maintenance package almost with uh, like all those things that were mentioned, the topsoil and sod, uh, concrete, asphalt. You can get your walkway done, your front step, your driveway and your lawn fixed uh, from one contractor. And we just found that it was better for us as a company because we could control it better and it was better for the customer because it was a more satisfactory product. Besides checking the BBB directory, what are some of the things we should ask of a paving company? Uh, one question that uh, I've been asked in the past that uh, I thought was an excellent question was, uh, tell me about a bad experience that you fixed. It was uh, a very enlightening situation. And when you can tell a customer that uh, you're not perfect, but an unperfect situation came up and you fixed it, that uh, gains confidence with them. And that's the way it should be done. Well, Brian, you've provided a lot of information for us this morning. We want to thank you for taking time to join us here on Ask BBB. Well, thank you for having me. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest this morning has been Brian Davies, co-owner of B&A, Davies Paving and Construction, Inc., an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. When you search the BBB directory for paving contractors, you'll find them, and from there, you can link to their website. And we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. People visit the BBB website every day for information about businesses and to keep up to date on scams that are prevalent. Scam Tracker is a tool that helps shed light on scams in our area and across North America. And Linda, I was surprised to learn that this crowdsourced searchable utility reports a new scam every 10 minutes. That means that every 10 minutes, someone recognizes a scam, reports it, and helps stop it. By checking the Scam Tracker, you can see what scams are active in your area as well as see others that are happening in other regions. And some of these scams seem to move across the land almost like an ill wind. Scammers move around because they're always looking for new victims. The scam we talked about on the opening of Ask BBB is one that appeals to people with a free trial offer supported by well-known celebrities. The BBB gets complaints almost daily from victims of free trial offer victims. So we want to warn consumers uh, to use extreme caution before agreeing to the offers and especially before entering their credit card number. And there's a complete report on this available on the BBB website. When you visit bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario, Click on Scam Tracker and then click on Scam Studies. You'll find in-depth information on the most prevalent scams, among them the free trial offer scam. Okay, so what are some of the highlights of this uh, free trial offer scam that we'll see? Well, first people are attracted by the free offer. 
Plus, in many instances, the free offer appears to be endorsed by a celebrity. And the endorsement is fake? Yes. The study found that in many cases, the celebrity names are used by these frauds without them knowing about it. Canadian personalities like Marilyn Dennis of CTV and Arlene Dickinson of CBC's Dragon's Den and international celebrities like Oprah Winfrey, Celine Dion, Tim Allen, Jennifer Aniston, and many, many more appear in some of these ads and know nothing about it. And that makes it difficult because some of them, like Jennifer Aniston, are featured in advertising for skincare products. Those ads are seen on mainstream media and are legitimate ads that meet all the standards of BBB's guidelines on advertising and the Canadian Code of Advertising. These free offer ads pop up on the Internet on social media sites like Facebook and Instagram and in some cases will arrive in an unsolicited email. So if we see these ads on social media or in an email, the red flag should go up right away. But to many of us, the free trial offer is very attractive. The BBB study found that many of the free trial offers come with fine print. It is buried on the order page or a link. The product will be sent to you for evaluation, but the period of time to test the product and return it is short. And if you miss the deadline, you will be charged sometimes $100 or more. Plus, the fine print may also say that by accepting the free offer, you are signing up for monthly shipments and monthly charges to your credit card. So then you have to stop the shipments and stop the payments. And it is very often difficult to contact the company to halt shipments and stop the payments that get refunds. So if you get as far as considering the offer, read the fine print. Some of the scams actually admit in the fine print that the endorsements of the celebrities are not real. But that's what makes this tricky. Some offers of a free trial are legitimate. Yes, free trial offers can be a way for credible companies to introduce new products. So look for transparency about the offer and its terms. Fraudsters have turned this into a multi-billion dollar industry and it is growing every year. The BBB system has received nearly 37,000 complaints and ScamTracker reports over the past three years. Wow. Is there a particular population that, that falls victim to these scams, Linda? The study of the complaints by BBB found that victims span all income and education levels. However, about 72% were female. That is likely because many of the free trial offers are for skincare products aimed at women. So what should we do if we believe that we've been a victim of a free trial offer fraud? The BBB study suggests that you first complain to the company directly. Then, if that doesn't get results, call the customer service number on the back of your credit card to complain to the bank. Contact the BBB and report the fraud to the BBB scam tracker. And you should report it to the, an the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre and to the Competition Bureau. So, Linda, this kind of falls into the whole thing of subscription fraud that we talked about on the top 10 scams. You're correct, Jim. It appears at number six in the um, top 10 scams listed as subscription scams with losses unknown. In 2018, Canadians were enticed by fake celebrity endorsements and promises of a risk-free trial, even more so, and ended up falling into subscription traps with large monthly charges to their credit card. So tips for our consumers to recap here Read all the terms and conditions. Know when the free trial ends. Be wary of websites where the information is not easily accessible. If it looks too good to be true, 
It probably is. Contact BBB to verify that the business is real and see the customer reviews. Look out for pre-checked boxes while placing your order. These may sign you up for unwanted products and charges. And as we said at the outset, the complete study that we've been referring to can be accessed by visiting bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario. Click on Scam Tracker and then click on the Scam Studies. And Linda, that's just about all of our time for Ask BBB. Remember, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. If you have a question or guest suggestions, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you are interested in becoming a BBB-accredited business, call us or go online to BBB.org backslash Western hyphen Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. Well, thanks for listening this morning. Remember, you can hear past episodes of Ask BBB. Visit the Global News Radio 980 CFPL website and click through the programs to find Ask BBB. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.